Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome everybody to another brand new episode of It's My Wrestling Podcast Indie Wrestling Spotlight Series. The series, I think I'm about five episodes in now, where I just basically like to give a bit of a shine, try and get some eyes on independent wrestling as a whole. Some of these guys in, in the independent scene are so hardworking, more hardworking than you or I, so it's nice to sort of try and get their names out there a little bit. Even if it's just a little bit, I'll feel like I've done, I feel like I've done something good for the industry as a whole. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Um, but yeah, today's guest is a man I'm very excited to talk to. He's he's done some pretty cool stuff over the years. He's been wrestling for about 23 or 24 years, give or take. He is, of course, the one and only Mr. Joey Knight. Joey, thank you for joining me, man. How's it going? Hello. Hello. Pleasure to be here. I agree with everything you said in the beginning as well. Shine a spotlight on us with action figures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that because I saw that you've been posting about it recently. Um, what's it like to have an action figure? Because that's surely got yeah. a for a lot of wrestling fans growing up. Exactly. It's insane. Like, insane. And it was the dream. Like you said, I've been wrestling for like a long time. Didn't realize that long. I was like, oh, yeah, God, <laughs> I'm really old. And I always said to myself, like, the, the top of the mountain, the one thing I need to achieve, you're not a real wrestler until you have your own action figure. And it's been like, like you said, it's been years. And I was like, oh, no, I shouldn't have boasted that I need my own action figure or I failed. Um, <laughs> and it, it took a long, long time. But finally, it has happened. And it's just so insane. And we are like, right now, basically, the figures are all done and they're being shipped from China here to get shipped out to the rest of the world. So it's like the finish lines. It's it's such a scary thing because action figures take so long to make. Mm. And there's been a few times in my career where I was like, at this point where you're just about to get something and the rug get pulled out from under you. So I was like, oh, so it's been so creepy. But like, uh, just yesterday they sent me a picture of the finished product in the package and everything. So I'm like, yes, it's it's succeeded. It's gotten all the way to. So as long as it doesn't, you know sink on the way from china or something like that we are good we are good success but it's it's crazy and to see the process because it's cello toys the toy company that uh gifted me with with this action figure which with my my dreams they're, they're the dream makers cello toys everybody uh it's so cool to see because it's just the whole like when you 
daydream because I'm just obsessed with toys anyways, regardless. I've always been obsessed with wrestling toys, whether it's not just because I wanted my own, but it's just as a kid, I'm just a toy person to this day. I'm still toys. Like if you look over here, if I move the camera, it's just toys everywhere there. Um, and to have it, you see all the stages because I do all the stages from the, the concept 2D drawing from um, Brian Tipping and then it gets 3D rendered and then you see the resin prototype come out and then that resin prototype becomes a plastic mold and then that plastic mold gets a little color on it and I've been challenged probably annoyed with me because every step of the way is like oh can I have pictures oh can I have pictures oh does it have eyebrows yet oh does it have you know does it have teeth yet oh stuff like that so um it's just it's just been a dream come true for me and Chella is like it's just happened to be like perfect because Chella is so good with me and so good with their their people um but they've been yeah They've been answering all my requests, and there's been many, many requests. So thank you, Chella, for putting up with me. We're almost there, Chella. Once the toy's done, you know, I'll probably leave it alone for a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool that they've given you like updates as the whole thing's gone along, so you can see it bit by bit as it sort of like evolves and grows into the final yeah. product. Did um did they get in touch with you to 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 make the product, or was it did you reach out to them? So it's been something that I've always been like just hunting for, like toy companies that are upstart companies. And like I said, there's been a few times where we got to a point where there was something going on and then it just all fell apart. So um, I was saw I'm usually like I used to live in Tampa, Florida, moved to Manchester now and Chella just happens to be a, a UK based toy company. And like I said, being a toy fanatic, I'm always on these toy websites and there's wrestling figure websites about action figures wrestling forums and all that stuff and i saw that the first figure there was a um, nick oldest toy that they made and as soon as i saw that i was like oh i have to see this so i started researching the website i started looking at like listening to podcasts about cello toys and um right away i was sending them emails like hey by the way i'm this guy i've been in this movie i've done this and this and this um is there any way we could work together in action figure it's just like you know waiting with bated breath and then they said yeah yeah let's let's do something it's like oh my god so then from there, it was just making sure I didn't drop the ball on my end for it to get to this point. But yeah, it was me that reached out to them because I've just been obsessed with it. And I lucked out because I got a hold of Cello when they're really, really new. Um, so they only had one figure out at the time. The Blue Meanie one was just about to come out when I was like hammering them with requests for action figures. So I think I hit that sweet spot because since then they have blown up like it's gone crazy. Some of the Some of the guys they've signed up. So I think I'm just extremely lucky at, at that point where I caught them at just like at their their birth. So they had a little more leeway. They're so, so busy now that I don't know if I asked them at this point if they'd actually be able to do it for me because they're just overwhelmed with figures coming out. That's really Sorry. cool, man. Like I'm I'm a little bit of a collector. Um, not so much figures, but I collect pop vinyls, especially wrestling related. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not that many compared to some people. I think I've got about 70. They used to be on this wall behind me, but they're in the garage now. Um, so, man, that's that's awesome. That would be, like, the dream for me as well. See, and that's what I thought, because when I was fighting with my family, they make pop vinyls of literally anything in entertainment, like every single thing they made one of those pop figures of. So I'm like, well, this is it. This is my action figure. They're going to make the guy from fighting with my family. And it never happened. And I was like, why? So that was one of those times too. I was like, this is, I'm just a shoe in. It's like, I have lines in a movie with Vince Vaughn. I'm that guy about an action figure. It's like, they'll definitely make one of those. I even like was tweeting, you know, um, I was tweeting the company and saying, hey, going to make a Joey toy yet. They never did. 
Oh man, that's a shame. You never know. It still might happen. It still might happen. Say, you never know. They're not always like timely with it. Yeah. Never say never. Funko. Yeah. Funko, if you're listening, still need a Joey I'll Bob. Tag them. I'll tag them in this and try and make them listen. There you go. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, you you mentioned it in there, and I was going to come to that at some point anyway. You mentioned fighting with my family. Like, you've I know you've had roles in movies like um, three Batman movies, and obviously fighting mm-hmm. with my family. Like, how do these opportunities keep coming up for you? Are you are you passionate about acting? Was is that something that you always wanted to do, or or was wrestling always like your main goal? wrestling was always the main goal if there was a second choice it would be acting 100 percent. and i'm like one of those people like my wife says like there's those people like uh, jim carrey's been gonna ask the universe like just make things happen for you and my wife's like you are one of those people you just make things happen for you don't you and that's it i said like i want to be in a batman movie so i made it happen where the first one i was in was uh dark knight the dark knight was the first one i was in we were in Kentucky because we were wrestling for OVW and I just, like I said, I just searched out where Batman was filming and it was filming in Chicago, which is like five, five and a half hours away from Kentucky. So I figured out what casting agency was doing the casting. So I joined the casting agency and they said, oh, are you local? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm local. I live in Chicago. I'm like, okay, we're only taking local people. I was like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, what's your address? I'm like, uh, well, uh, well uh, I'm living with a friend, so I'll have to give you that address later. So, because uh, really I was five hours away. So I joined with them. I figured out the name, they're filming under the name Rory's First Kiss, because if they call it like Batman, people are all going to go crazy to jump on the set. So I figured that out, and then I just kind of kept applying for the jobs and weaseling my way in. And the last couple days of filming, they said, hey, are you available for this movie, Rory's First Kiss? And it's, you know, filming tomorrow morning. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, I'll make it. And then I just hopped in a car, drove five and a half hours to Chicago, slept in the backseat of the car, because they film at like 5.30 in the morning, you have to be there. So then I did a couple days on the set with Batman and then uh, Dark Knight Rises came about. So I did the same thing, same process and that Justice League came about in England. So I did the same thing there. Uh, and the Batman with Robert Pattinson, that one too. So I've just been like checking off the Batman movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, what were you just, was it a non-speaking role? Was it an extra role or? Those ones are just non-speaking roles, extra roles in the background. Yeah. Yeah in the background like there's one scene where he crashes this um lamborghini in the dark night and i'm just walking around the background i'm standing behind him when he's talking to commissioner gordon and he smashed his car up and then i get blown up in the dark night rises when bane blows up the stadium um yeah yeah, yeah cool zach snyder's justice league i had to, i had to wait like five years for zach snyder's version of Justice League to come out because i'm in that flash scene where the flash is like moving the hot dogs away and stuff yeah uh, saving iris and the zach snyder one i'm in the background there and then uh there's a uh, cemetery scene in the new Batman where it's just Batman and Catwoman on motorcycles and I'm just in the background there. But I'm a small piece. I'm a Gothamite like many times in my life, yeah. Yeah, man, the, f- the small piece of four, well, three and maybe four of like the, the biggest grossing films of the last... Yeah, yeah, decade. so it's cool. Like, that's, that's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll that's do. fine. <laughs> What's, the then, like, what... What's the best Batman film? Oh, yeah. What, what is the best one? Yeah. What's your favorite? Oh, oh, uh... <laughs> for me, it might like... it might be the 1989 one. I used to always think it was Batman Returns, okay. and I think as I as I get older, things different. I have a real like soft spot for like the 60s Batman one, but I think movie wise, I probably 1989 Batman. I'd say I'm going to say that. That's what I'm going to say with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. I'm going to do that. 
Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Um, Batman Begins for me. People are always confused when I say that. Oh Batman. yeah. Like an origin story. Um, yeah. Uh, who played uh, Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. Ghoul. Yeah. See, that's that's true. That's one of the ones I'm super super connected to because I really like the origin story and it's like it really fleshes out Bruce Wayne. For like the first time, and it's really like a Bruce Wayne movie, and I think that's just so cool. Yeah, even though like, everybody like, knows the origin story, a bit like Spider Man, we all know it, but we still enjoy seeing it redone like fifteen times. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Done in a different way. I like. Yeah. That's the thing. I really like Bruce Wayne almost more than Batman. I like Robin a lot. I name my kid Grayson. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, like really like it's the secondary characters. I love Batman. The secondary characters, like the other versions, like the Bruce Wayne and stuff, really like connect with me for some reason. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. Right, let's let's talk about uh, get back to wrestling <laughs> because you are a wrestler. So let's talk about wrestling. Um, I wanted to ask about some of the things that you've done in WWE because obviously that's yeah. it's the dream, it's the goal for a lot of young wrestlers or sort of wrestlers trying to break into the business. Obviously, over the years, it has obviously come out that maybe it's not so much the dream, and obviously there are now alternatives. But but you've you've made a few appearances in WWE. I know you did um, stuff with Crime Time. Uh, obviously, Donald mm-hmm. Trump, you were a druid for The Undertaker. Again, mm-hmm. similar question to the movie roles. Like, how do these opportunities come about and how do you keep getting the opportunities? Because, you know, you don't very often see the same person come back to do multiple right, right. segments yeah. unless they're signed. So how, how does that happen? Perseverance, especially with wrestling. Like, it is just... That was back, like, in the day where you would just hammer them with tapes and vhs tapes even so we would yeah. from the get-go when we started so it's, it's me and my brother we we're always wrestling fans always just beating each other up in the living room always just saying one day we'll be wrestlers one day we'll be wrestlers and all of our friends would be like, oh yeah one day we'll do that too but um <clears throat> my brother who's the sexy monkey rob nightwing um also known as patrick in in the real world he is a couple years older than me so when we were i was still in high school he left high school and he went to the real world and got a, a job or two and he came home one weekend he's we we're living in niagara falls he was working in toronto and he said the real world sucks let's just be wrestlers like we always said so i said okay and then uh when i graduated high school the first thing we did we had to hunt down the heart dungeon we had to call it ourselves again it's just you did it ourselves so we looked through a phone book we got a calgary phone book we lived in niagara falls we looked up the last name Hart, and we called every Hart until we got Stu Hart. Literally, Stu Hart answered the phone, and we said, "Hey, we're two guys that want to wrestle. Will you let us wrestle?" He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, you and your wrestle?" It's like, "Yeah, we want to wrestle." And they said, "If you move to Calgary, which is like it's in the other side of Canada, it's like if you move here, we'll train you." So we did. We packed up and we moved. And I like literally just got out of high school. I think I graduated high school when I was seventeen because I got into school early, so it was a little yeah. So. I, just before I was 18, we um, moved to Calgary on a whim and stayed at a uh, bed and breakfast and got beaten senseless in the dungeon for, for, for years by Bruce Hart and Smith Hart and Ross Hart and Stu was still alive then. And even British Bulldog was there. Uh, Owen Hart was there. Bret Hart was there. It was insane. But for us, like watching it, we thought that wouldn't be somewhere you ever like actually see never mind wrestle in. And we've always had these things like when we were watching wrestling as kids, we'd see, I always say we see the guy opening the door for King of the Ring. We said, Oh my God, if I could just be that guy, my life would be complete. That's like, cause you're part of it. You're there. I see it. And like, 
like you said, when you're a super fan, you like, you see all the little things, you go crazy, you recognize people in the audience that you've seen before. And so we were always like that. We're like, oh, if I could just be that guy. Oh, that'd be so amazing. Oh, if I could just be a druid for The Undertaker. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're a druid for The Undertaker? And we would do that. You just send tapes and keep saying, hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. And get, nope, nope. We don't need you. You're too short. You do this, you do that. Nope, 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 nope. And then Finally, there's some people where it just connects and it was Tommy Dreamer and Mike Bucci. So we were, we made our way to OVW at that time when we were training in OVW in Kentucky and they just said, you guys are nice guys. You're always, you're always putting yourself forward and you're not causing trouble. And they just would start calling us up. And then you go there and you don't cause trouble. You don't, you're not too quiet that nobody notices you, but you don't cause trouble. So you get in trouble, which is very easy to do, at least back then. It's very easy to get on somebody's bad side. So you just did a good job. You said yes. When they had, you know, training in the ring, you don't hide, you go in there and you do your stuff. You're just nice to everybody. You say her, your hellos and all that stuff. And as long as, yeah, as long as you don't goof up, they'll say, you know what, that guy didn't goof up. He keeps bugging us for a part. Let's give him another part. So that's it, just perseverance. And then when you get there, you just, you don't don't screw up too bad yeah yeah fair enough yeah i'm I'm always curious because you just you do tend to see the same people going back and going back and going back but then they don't like stay they don't sign like was there ever any sort of discussion about you staying more long term and doing anything or was it purely just sort of like extra work there was but it's just that was at a time at ovw with so many things were changing so like it went from jim Cornette was there and then it went to paul Heyman took over and then Johnny Ace kind of got involved. Once Johnny Ace was involved in the hiring, it's everybody was six feet. Like if you weren't six foot, if you didn't have abs, it didn't, there wasn't a spot for you. So at that point, it kind of like, you know, we were, there was talks going on. And then when that hit, it's like, okay, the talks are, are now over with basically. But that's, yeah, there was rumblings before, which was, it's, uh, it's just amazing when that's happening. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome, man. I wanted, I wanted to ask you about a couple of people that you sort of like, mixed it up with or might have worked with so obviously you were um shaved by donald trump that must have been pretty real obviously (laughs) many years before he was president but he was still a larger than life character so like what was what was he like did you have many interactions exactly yeah that was like one of the really like that definitely the weirdest like job never mind even just wrestling job the weirdest job is that (laughs) that time mike bucci called the house in kentucky and i was living with uh beth phoenix in yeah kentucky we we're training at ovw he called beth phoenix's phone he said hey would joey and patrick would they be interested in like getting their head shaved by donald trump and so she put the phone there she's like do you want your head shaved by donald trump and i was like i thought it was a rib or some kind of joke so i'm like uh we'll, we'll call them back because i don't understand like i don't understand what what's the punchline here where's the where's this get to the point where they just laugh at us and hang up and then i was like well don't hang up the phone wait wait wait. it's like you know what even if it's a joke this is the weirdest thing i've ever been asked like yeah let's do it let's go for it so <laughs> so she said yeah they'll do it and they flew me and patrick to detroit for wrestlemania 23 because they said donald trump requested to practice on somebody's head because he's never done any manual labor in his life so he doesn't know how to use hair clippers yeah. that little button you flip so yeah. he's like yeah yeah so he's like i don't know how to flick that button i don't want to do a do a bad job on live tv so fly somebody to, to detroit let me shave their heads they had both of us waiting and they only used my head because he knew how to flick the trigger but me it was me and patrick waiting outside then they got taken into donald trump's locker room it's this huge locker room he had to himself leather couches everywhere uh leather sofas and i was sat down in a chair donald trump's behind me and i'm staring at the mirror 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Donald Trump and then Stone Cold Steve Austin's on this side and Mr. McMahon's on this side and Bobby Lashley's over here and they're all talking about the match and everything and I remember Donald Trump talking to Vince he's like oh oh uh, I know kung fu so if you want me to get physical I can get real physical I can do kung fu moves and you see Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince look at each other and then roll their eyes and like no we're okay we're okay Trump you're good don't worry Donald and they're looking at each other like this guy's a lunatic and I'm sitting there like just Try not to laugh because I'm seeing all this unfold and I'm just, it's just such a bizarre experience. So then we got our head shaved. Um, we got to go to the WrestleMania after party that night. And that was just an experience all in itself. Like, you know, you're, you're dancing with Jeff Hardy and Ric Flair's there and the Facebook fans showing up. And it's just like the most epic after party you can imagine ice sculptures, WrestleMania ice sculptures and all this stuff. And it's just to be, to be backstage is cool. To be backstage at WrestleMania is insane. And to get a paycheck and the paycheck says WrestleMania on it, me and Patrick are like, oh my God, we got paid for WrestleMania. So we have it framed. We have um, we have uh, the worst paycheck. We got paid $5 on a check. So we didn't even cash it for a show we did. We're like, you know what? It's $5. They're paying us in the check. They don't have the money. Just So we framed the check for $5 and the check from WrestleMania all in the same frame to see like how far we've come in wrestling. So that was that was very, very cool. Nah, that's such a surreal story. Like, oh, what did you get up to at the weekend? Oh, you know, I just went and got my head shaved by Donald Trump and Vince McMahon was there. Literally, I literally did that. I was working at Toys R Us at the time in Kentucky. So I was working at Toys R Us. Like I said, I'm obsessed with toys. I was wrestling in Kentucky, working at Toys R Us. I left for the weekend. I came back, my head shaved, and people were like, why did you cut all your hair off? It's like, oh, I went to WrestleMania, got my head shaved. And they're like, shut up. And then I showed them a picture of me and Donald Trump. I was like, yeah, Donald Trump shaved my head. And they're like, shut up so i thought i was just lying and for the rest of the time i worked there they thought that's a weird guy that pretended he got his head shaved by donald trump so they just thought i was a lunatic for the rest of the time i worked there yeah <laughs> oh man that's so that's so just strange so it's strange. just real yeah life is weird sometimes okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wanted to ask again um another question about um the, what what you did with crime time um i know it was like one one segment you did with crime time what i, I really want to ask about shad gaspard like did you get to know him at all did you get to have any conversations or any time with him because obviously what what happened like i think it was just over a year ago now when he sadly yeah yeah 
I'm really interested to know if you know anything about the man and because he just seemed like such a good person. Yeah, like without a doubt, no word of a lie, one of the nicest people, especially in my OVW experience, one of the nicest people there was Shad and he's the reason I got that spot. Like he's just a huge towering guy and you thought, oh, he's going to be the guy that's because OVW, it was it was rough and there was like a lot of attitude and there was a lot of the people weren't super nice there honestly there's a like that's the point of wrestling where it's like okay it's more of a job here and it's not that fun there's a lot of ego and a lot of attitude but he this towering human being was the nicest guy and he always came over and he's hugging me and he was best friends with my mom and uh he was the one he said we got to get you a spot joey and when him and jtg and i watched jtg from when he was working he was working at the daycare at the gym he's another one just self-made man he made himself who he is today so he was buddies and we were doing the you know training together before he got called up but chad said no i'm gonna get you a spot joe get your spot which was all his doing they knew that they're getting brought up and doing these vignettes so everybody in those vignettes it's 100 it's chad looked at somebody's like you're a good dude i'm gonna get you on tv so that's exactly what he did he's like i'm getting your spot joey so it's got me a good spot and they, they beat me senseless <laughs> stole my wallet but yeah he is awesome like i said he's like, even like he's best friends with my mom and everything and he's just look looks like such a scary guy when you see him but he's just the most gentle friendly nicest guy that you could imagine so yeah it's definitely nothing but nice things to say about him and he yeah he's the reason i got to be beaten up on raw which was a huge moment for me yeah so sad, man. He's really, really sadly missed. Yeah, as, yeah. as a father myself, I don't know if you have you got children. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got one, one little guy, Grayson Wayne Carolyn. So I'm obsessed with Batman. Grayson, yeah. Grayson, yep. Grayson Wayne Carolyn, yeah. <clears throat> Just as, as a parent, man, when he, when he passed away, obviously doing what he did. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, he was... saved his son before he went. Yeah, he saved yeah, his son. So, he... yeah, yeah. But no, thank you, thank you for for letting me know a bit about Shad. He was always one of my favorites. I loved Crime Time. I'd always heard yeah. great stories about him, so it's it's great to awesome. Even oh yeah, yeah. Now, um, awesome man. So I want I wanted to we, we've talked about the present, we've talked about the past. How about the future? Because I know that you're not well. Obviously, COVID hasn't helped, but I know you're you're not wrestling as much as you used to. You've been wrestling for twenty four years. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, I imagine coming to sort of like the twilight of your career. So, like, what does the future it's... hold? you yeah so i always said i would never like retire because there's so many guys that like say oh i'm 30 now i'm gonna retire oh i'm 31 now i'm gonna retire so i don't think it'll ever be an official retire it'll be an official last all-nighters match i think because robin nightwing the sexy monkey he's one that's more on the like semi-retired you know line i do shows but i don't go crazy doing shows like every week and i do maybe once a month so i got a show coming up in colchester for uh school of slam wrestling with Paul Tyrell, who I've wrestled literally probably a hundred times, but yeah, it's the body's starting to hurt a little bit. So, you know, I don't want to go too crazy. And the other thing is when you have a kid, that's when it changed. When I had a kid, I'm like, some of this could really kill me. And I've had other friends that die in the ring. There's a, um, one of my friends, Wayne Van Dyke, he was 30, 32 or 33. And he just died in the ring. And that's one of the times I'm like, Ooh, I've got a kid now. One of my good friends just died in the ring and that kind of changes your perspective on it. So I'm like, I'm going to slow down. I'm not going to not do it because I feel that I'm, I'm still in a position where I can do some stuff, but I'm not going to go crazy with it. And then like the action figures, like, like I said, the, the top of the mountain for me, like that's the epitome of it. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is it. 
I've got what I wanted out of wrestling. So I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to do anything too, too crazy. Although I may be in a cage match <laughs> next month, but, but I mean, you know, too we'll, crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a cage match. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it is like, yeah, it's, I'm slowing it down. I don't think there'll be an official Joey Knight retirement match, honestly, but I, but I will slow it down. And then one day, I think unknowingly, I'll be like, oh, I guess that was my last match. Yeah. Hopefully it's not because I hurt myself. Hopefully it's just because yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied. Yeah. Go out on your own terms. That's important. Yeah. 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 That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. And not, not say no, just because there's a milestone that you hit a certain age or something like that. Just, you know, walk away from it when you feel right. It's the right time. So it's getting there. I'm sure it's getting there, but I still got a couple more left in the air. Yeah, like uh, when I was looking through like your your Twitter and your Instagram and that just to see what you've been up to recently or any shows coming up re- or any shows coming up soon, I didn't really find much. But I saw that you you do a lot of traveling, don't you? Like, is traveling something that you're passionate about? You seem to do a lot. Yeah, of, yeah. A lot more like family oriented things. That's that's it. And one of the one of the jobs I had in the, in the many jobs I worked on a cruise ship or Royal Caribbean cruises for a couple of years, and that's where you just like literally you see the world. So I was doing entertainment on there. So I took. You do a couple months on the cruise ship and then I do two months off where I just wrestled. So I'd lived in Tampa and I did wrestling for two months straight. And then I'd go on the cruise ship for a couple months and then do wrestling for two months straight. Um, and that's where I kind of got the bug to travel. So I've just been seeing the world. And like you said, if you look at my Instagram or Twitter, it's like I'm in Florida, I'm in Canada, I was in Germany, I was here. So it is a thing like, yeah, now that we have, you know, have a family, it's more family oriented, but I mean, yeah, there's tons of travel involved and us being, you know, like I said, sometimes I live in Florida. Sometimes I live in England. Uh, the sexy monkey Robin Nightwing lives in Baltimore. My mom is in Canada. My other brother lives in Canada. So there's lots, like we try to get the family together because we have kids now. So it's it's nice to see all the kids together. But I mean, it takes a lot of traveling. So we'll meet up here and there. COVID didn't help. But yeah, yeah. We're Now that COVID's kind of on the way out, we're going to do some more big group meetings. We're going to go to like California. We got on the cars. We're going to probably will move back to Florida because it's, kind of miserable weather-wise in manchester so <laughs> losing my tan yeah. you um you mentioned like traveling and stuff like that and things going on uh-huh. over, over your side of the world and like this might be me being a little bit i don't know um not ignorant but naive i don't know much about um thanksgiving because obviously we're in the uk is thanksgiving something yeah. that you guys like are, are, you, are you in canada now i'm in i'm in manchester right now um yeah like canada does uh october so i usually get a couple of thanksgivings because i'm canadian but i lived in the states so uh october is canadian thanksgiving so we usually do october thanksgiving uh november is the american thanksgiving so usually yeah i usually like you know just get the most out of it get the most turkey i can but yeah we'll have (laughs) we'll have an, an american thanksgiving and a canadian thanksgiving all the thanksgivings and then christmas turkey all day long yeah, so that's it. Like Canada kind of sees what the States is doing and then pretends it's their idea but puts it like a month or a couple of days ahead. So there's Fourth of July in America and then Canada's like, oh, well, we have Canada Day and it's July 1st and we do fireworks and hot dogs. And then uh, America does Thanksgiving. So Canada's like, well, we have that too, but we do it in October. So yeah, so I lucked out and I get to do celebrate all of it with the. Yeah, it just dawned on me a few minutes ago. It's like, oh my God, it's, it's Thanksgiving today. Isn't it? It's the twenty. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to anybody anybody in America watching. Yeah, for us, it's just just Christmas. We don't have nearly as many like public holidays as as America or Canada. We have all the ones like Easter and all that kind of stuff, but 
Uh, we have a lot more bank holidays than you guys, yeah. I think. We have them like all throughout the year. So yeah, no. You got, just... your pancake, you got your pancake day and your bonfire night. We don't have those. Pancake day, bonfire night, Valentine's day. I think that's worldwide, isn't it? Valentine's that's day. worldwide, that one. Yeah, yeah. St. George's Day, St. Patrick's Day. I know oh. that you guys have that as well. St. Patrick's Day we got, not St. George's Day. So maybe that's one for you. May Day. So you guys got St. George's Day. You got Pancake Day. You got Bonfire Night. Yeah, we've got May Day. We got a couple different ones, yeah. Yeah, there's a few, a few yeah. scattered around. We don't get them very often. Um, yeah. Awesome, man. Right, I wanted to do something new. I've not done this before. I want to introduce you. Just like a really quick fire round. I'm just going to throw a few questions at you. Just answer them as short or as long as you want. Honestly, it's absolutely fine, but they're just going to be really short questions just to get to know you a little bit more and about like your background and your interests and things like that, okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So I think I've got them all written down. Yeah, I think they're all wrestling related. So um, start off nice and easy, nice and obvious. Who for you is the greatest of all time? Yeah, I'm going to say Hogan. I'm going to say Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's got all of it together. I used to be like a real Shawn Michaels guy. I know I was trained by the hearts, but I think Hogan's got the best mix of everything. Okay. I can say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can agree with that, absolutely. Um, okay, greatest of all time manager? Bobby Heenan, and he was the nicest human being when I met him. He went to OBW, and he was the coolest, funnest guy, and he didn't have to be because he was Bobby Heenan, but he was so nice and so giving. So, yeah, Bobby Heenan. I never one that I was devastated when we lost, man. It's been a rough yeah. year, hasn't it? That rough year. Yeah, yeah. Who we've lost. Um, okay, um, your your favourite opponent? My favourite opponent? Oh, my brother. When I wrestled my brother, we just beat each other senseless. And you don't have to apologise because your brother. So you're like, ah, sorry. You <laughs> 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 usually get the it's most injured when I wrestle too. But... It's your job. You have yeah, to exactly. hurt each other. Your brothers. Got to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, your favorite place or venue that you've wrestled in? Um, I did the Crystal Palace. One of our first shows in the UK was Crystal Palace outside of London, and that was cool because it was just that was the first first show overseas we did. First mega shows filmed for TV. Um, I think it was FWA was the promotion, and it was like the one with the stage and the lasers, and you know, there's all these international stars there. So that was probably the coolest experience for us because it's the first time where it was like big time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, dream opponent. I know you said Hogan was your greatest of all time, but dream opponent that you think you'd like mesh with and have a five star match with? Owen Hart, I'd say. Owen Hart. That'd be cool if I could put together a match. Yeah. I'd have a really good one with Owen Hart. That'd be awesome. Okay. Um, WWF or WCW? What side were you? WWF. I was, I was always a WWF guy. I do have love for WCW, but I mean, if I had to choose, like just like now, I'd say WWF, yeah. Awesome. No, I'd be the same. Um, Stone Cold or The Rock? I'd say The Rock. He's just, he's just, got, he's just got that little bit of an edge, charisma-wise. Just a little bit more, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, I can agree. I've asked that pretty much to all of my guests, and I think like it's at the moment it's like Austin three, The Rock fifty, like everybody goes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it makes me feel bad for for Austin because I'm Austin. I'm one of those yeah. that goes for Austin. Yeah, I, I said it's a close, it's a close one, but yeah, I think The Rock just gets a little bit more. Yeah, man. fair enough, fair enough. Um, and then the final one, um, your dream wrestling dinner party with any three guests, past or present. Oh, ooh, that's good. Okay. That's a tough one as well. I tried to do that's mine. I was there for ages. 
<laughs> I would say I'm gonna do oh I'm gonna do weird ones. Okay, it's a party. It's gonna be Marty Genetics. Marty Genetics, like he knows how to party for sure. Uh, <laughs> let's see. It's got good stories. Marty Genetti, uh, uh, Virgil. Virtual, yeah, virtual, and I'm just gonna get weird with it. And giant Gonzalez. <laughs> well, I like my weird. Okay. Okay. I want okay. it to be a party. Yeah, yeah. Giant Gonzalez will be throwing Virgil across the table. Marty Janet will be partying. Virgil will be getting into trouble, fighting with people. And then Giant Gonzalez would clear the table. And we're all done. We'll just throw them all out. That should have been a faction. That should have been a faction. <laughs> oh, it should have been a faction. What would the name of that be? Oh. I have to figure that out. Definitely like the oddities or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, I don't want to go to that dinner party. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds crazy. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm scared of it. <laughs> awesome, man. Right. I want to um, I want to end on the same question in, in this Indie Wrestling Spotlight series that I'm doing. I'm asking everybody the same question at the end just to wrap up. And it's basically like put yourself over. So why, if people don't already know Joey Knight, should they be paying attention to you? Any shows that you've got coming up? Just let them know why, what, what it is about Joey Knight that makes Joey Knight Joey Knight. Joey Knight is your favourite wrestler, favourite movie star, favourite action figure. I've got my own merch. Um, I'm going to be in a cage. Like I said, I'm very likely to be booked in a cage match. I won't spill anything, but it's very likely I'm going to be in a cage match uh, December in Colchester, December 12th, uh, School of Slam. I'm always going to be popping up in movies. I'm in uh, this movie on Netflix called Stay Close, where I actually get to wear these wrestling tights. So there's a scene where they needed some weird people and I'm wearing the same clothes as my action figure. So you'll definitely be able to notice me in my bright pink spandex. Uh, what else? Because I have my own action figure, yeah? Uh, and I'm in tight with Cello Toys and I happen to know the lineup for their series three of the wrestling megastars. And it is like insane, insane. I signed I signed a non-disclosure agreement. So they'll, they'll shoot now if I say anything, but it is nuts what I have been privy to. So... Uh, that's exactly why you want to hang out with me. If you want to know the toys that are coming out, I'm your guy. <laughs> awesome, man. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Joey. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, before I let you go, though, where can people find you on social media? What are like, your handles and channels and things like that? Uh, look out All Nighters. All Nighters Insta on Instagram. Um, all Nighters on Twitter. All Nighters on Facebook. Uh, if you want to get your own Joey Knight figure before they're all gone, it's uh, tinyurl.com forward slash Joey Knight Toys. If you want a Joey t-shirt, it's wrestletees.co.uk. Uh, so that's all your Joey merch. And yeah, look up All Nighters and you'll see this this smiling face shilling my toy endlessly. <laughs> You've got to, man. You've got to. You've got to be your own. You've got to be your you own. Gotta... Dog, haven't you? That's it. Exactly. Fantastic. Awesome. Joey, like I said, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. Guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you've enjoyed this, please make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube, the follow button on any audio platforms. In the description, I'm going to put all the links to all of Joey's social media and to his wrestle tees um, and to the, the figure website as well. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you once again, and I hope to see you next time on It's My Wrestling Podcast Indie Wrestling Spotlight Series.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.